Shalom, my brother. We're up to Mesechus Bible. Coming down Nun Gimel. Today's daf discusses the animal falling into the pit backwards. I mean, why would he be potter there? What was the case? What happens if there was construction noise that made the animal fall? Who's going to be chayiv if a person puts a rock at the top of his bar and that makes the animal trip in? Uh, we discuss shearing a joint damaging so how the different damagers are going to the bay in the case where an ox and a person pushes someone or something into a bar so you have three different mazikim here who's going to pay and how you're going to divide it up and our mission we said that if the animal falls forward if it falls backwards it'll be potter now rob says that it literally means falling forwards falling backwards and this is Rav Lishitasi. He says that the Torah is mechayiv for the hevel. If it fell him backwards, then it wasn't the hevel that killed, it was the impact, Shmuel says. No. You're going to mechayiv by bar whether it falls in forwards or backwards. And Shmuel holds that it's the impact that kills. I, why did we say that if the, if the voice makes you makes the animal fall backwards, he's going to be putter? That was where he fell backwards, but not into the pit. He fell backwards at the edge of the pit. There was no impact in your pit, so you're not going to be chayiv. Now the Gemara asks, Bomb Kash on Rav, you're telling me if it falls backwards into the pit, you're going to be putter. Remember, Fairish, that if it falls forwards or backwards into the pit, you'll be chayiv, even backwards. So we have three answers. Rav Chista says that Rav actually agrees that the impact is going to be mechayiv uh, in a pit if the pit is in your rishos. Because either way, if it's the hevel that killed, it's your hevel. If it was the impact, it's also, it's your backyard, it's in your rishos. So Miman of Shach, you're going to be chayiv and Rav will agree there. Rabba gives a different answer. He says over here, the reason why he'll be chayiv backwards is because he flip-flopped so many times that there actually was hevel in his landing backwards. Rabbi Yosef gives us a third answer that over here we're talking about a case where the axe was the one that was causing the damage in the pit. There was water in the pit and the axe fell in and muddied it, and dirtied it. That's why Rav will explain here it's chayv no matter how it fell in because we're not talking about how the axe dying, we're talking about it damaged and it damaged falling forwards or backwards, it'll be the exact same thing. Next, the, the Gemara says that uh, we brought an mission that if the animal falls in because of the noise of construction in this pit, the, the guy was expanding his pit, he hired someone to come make his pit a little bigger. If that noise is what made the animal fall in, he's going to be chayiv. The Gemara says, hold on, why is the owner of the pit chayiv? The digger should be chayiv. It was the sound that made it fall in. So if Sibi Barashi explains that this is going with Shitas Rebbe Nosen, fundamental machlekas that we're going to spend some time on, Rav Nassim holds that Lamais, the animal, was hurt inside of his bar. Now, if you can't be Machai of the guy who is making noise, because that's a grama, Rav Nassim holds, you go to the next person who caused the damage. In this case, it's the Balabar. The Rabbanon hold if the one who directly damaged is, doesn't pay, then the guy doesn't get paid. We see Rav Nassim in a Braisa with the case of an ox who pushes another ox into a bar. So the Baal shar is going to be chayev, the Baal bar is potter, according to Tanakamba. But if Nassim disagrees, he says that the Baal shar is going to pay half, and the Baal bar is going to pay the other half. Frank the Gemara, we see in a brace, Rav Nassim says that the Baal bar pays three chalokim, while the Baal shar pays a quarter, not half and half. The Gemara explains that there are two cases, one was a tam, one was a muad. 
Wait, so explain Tom, asks the Gemara. If the ox did all of the damaging, and the bar did all of the damaging, then they should each pay half. Would he get three quarters and a quarter? If you're going to say that the ox did half the damage, and the bar did half the damage, then the bala bar, he pays Nezek Shalim, so he's going to pay half. That was the damage that he caused. The Balashar, he's paying, as a Tom, half of the damage he caused, he should pay a quarter. It shouldn't be three quarters and a quarter. It should be half, uh, half and a quarter. And then the last quarter should just, okay, the Nizik takes a loss. Sort of explains, there have not some dug down into the depths of the sugya. And we have two ways of understanding it. Number one, he holds that really the Ox did all of the damage. And the boar did all of the damage. Aye. They should each be paying half. Why three quarters and a quarter? Well, because the Balashar can tell the, the bar owner, the fact that you helped me damage this animal didn't help me at all. Because I would be paying half if it was just my axe. If my axe just gored it instead of pushing it into your bar, I would have to pay half. Now that you're involved, I have to be paying less. So I'm going to do a quarter, and you're going to take a portion of what I would have to pay without you. Alternatively, we could say that really Rav Nassim holds that the case was they each did half the damage. Not that they each did the whole thing. Ah, if they each did half, then it should be half and a quarter. The time should pay half of the damage he caused. Well, here the Balashar could tell the Balabar The mice of the ox was found in your pit. So you were the one that killed it. I'm going to go to the Balashar. Right? The owner is going to, going to collect whatever he can from him, which is Chati Nezek of the half damage which he caused, so a quarter. And whatever's left, the Balabar is going to have to cover because it was found in his pit. Moving on, Rava tells us that a case if someone leaves a stone next to the opening of his pit and an ox comes and trips over the stone and falls into his pit, this is Machlegas of Nassim and the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon is going to say split it. The Rabbanon are going to say the stone guy is entirely chayiv. The Gemara says, yeah, what's the Chiddush? Well, I might think. Now when the ox pushes the other ox in, into the pit, the Balabar can tell the Balashar, Your ox would have killed that ox without my pit. I didn't actually help. Over here, the Baal Ha'even can tell the Baal Ha'bar, your bar is what caused all the damage. If it was just a rock here, the, guy, the, the ox would have tripped, but he would have gotten right back up. So come ask my law that that's not a taino. Because the Baal Ha'bar can say right back, without your stone, he never would have fallen into my pit. Next case, if you have a shar, Together with a sharp Sulei Hamakdashim. This is a Bechar animal. It has a mum, so it was never uh, redeemed. So when that ox gores, it's going to be putter. So this, uh, this, this is a scot-free ox who gored together with a regular shar. Abaye says that this regular shar is going to have to be Chatzinezek. Ravina says only a quarter. We have two ways of understanding why. Either they're both... Uh, a, a, it's a case where they're both tam and they're abundant are going to say you pay a quarter and Rav will, will say you pay half or you could say that it's all she does Rabbanon so you're just going to pay Chatzin Nezek 
of whatever damage this shar did. He doesn't have to cover for the other guy, for the shar, P'sulei Mekdashin. And he pays a quarter where it's a tam and pays a, a, a chatzin nezek when it's a muad. Alternatively, we have another version of Abaye where he says that this shar pays chatzin nezek and Ravino says nezek shalem. And again, the two versions of the case are where they're both muad and they're abundantly going to say half. Reb is going to say Nezek Shalem. Or you could say that it's all in Shittas Reb and by Muad he's paying whole, and by Tam he's paying half. He's paying all of what he damaged, including what the Psulei Magdashan would owe. Right, so this is just plugging into the Shittas of the Rabbanon, who say, you pay whatever you damaged, and Reb says, you have to pay whatever was damaged if you can't collect from the other guy. Next, Rava brings the case of a Shar and an Adam together that push something into a pit. So there are three damagers here. There's the Shar, the Adam, and the Bar. So together, they're all going to be Chayev for the damages caused. When it comes to Dalit Varim, or if there was a, a baby, a fetus that was killed to make So here an Adam is chayv, but a Sharon Bar going to be part for that. When it comes to Kaifer, we're paying the 30 uh, shekel fine for an Eved. The Shar is going to be chayv, but Adam and Bar are potter. Right, so because every one of these three has their own qualifications of what they have to pay for and what they don't. When it comes to Kalim, or a sharp sule hamukdashin. So Adam and Shar are but a bar or potter for those. Why why is it potter? Because the Pasuk says Vahmesi that by bar only in a case where you can actually do something with this carcass are you gonna be chayev. But sharp sule hamukdashin, you can't get enough from it. He doesn't get that carcass, so the balabar is not gonna be chayev. The Gemara says, like, you know, the way Rava's presenting this, it seems like it's Pashatin. But Rava actually asks, by Sharp Suleyam Akdashin. He's like, what is the halach over there? Is the Balabar Chayv or not? Do we learn from Ramesi Eloi that he's Potter if he can't get to keep this carcass? Or do we just learn from there that the Bailim, the Nizik, has to take care of the Nevela and it comes out of his payments? So it's not Pashat to Rava. The Gemara says, well, it used to not be Pashat, but he got an answer, so now it's Pashat. Now he says that that's Pashat, that we learned from Bamei Siyaloi, that the Baal Habar is not Chayev for Psalim Mikdashin. Aye, then where does Ravan know that the Nizuk has to take her the Nevela? That he learns from, from the Pasuk of Bamei Siyaloi by Shar. Back to the Gemara. Okay, we have two Bamei Siyaloi by Shar and by Bar. What makes Rava sure to learn out from Bar, and that the Mason have to be metabled with the Nevela, that the, the carcass goes to the Nizak from the one by Shar. Why not flip it around? The Gemaric says that it's Mistaver. There's a Svara to say that the Balabar is going to be Potter for the, the Psulim Egdashin from this Bechor that was never redeemed because it already has this element of Tirus by Kalim. A bar is part of from Kalim. So we could assume that, that the Torah is giving us a Pator also for the Pesulim Mekdashim. In fact, the Gemara, no, no, one second. No, by Shar. Shar has the element of Pator because the Shar only pays Chatzin Nezek. Right? It doesn't have to pay for the second half of the damages the first three times. The Gemara says, yes, but we never find a case 
of a pator by Shar when he's paying Nezek Shalem. You're right, he does have this element of leniency of Chati Nezek. But in a Nezek Shalem paradigm, the borrower is the one with the pator, not the Shar. So we, 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 so we clip the pator of Shalem Akdashim to the Pasuk of Amesi Eloi of Bor, not Shar. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.